<clears throat> What's up, guys? I'm Jermaine, and this is It's Not That Deep. If you thought this was going to be an episode where we we're going to talk about mental health and, you know, have like a, a positive moment, you know, a word, if you will, um, which a lot of episodes are geared towards, you're wrong. That's not what this episode is about whatsoever. I'm not feeling it, to be honest. Um, Really strange time. Mercury's in retrograde right now for anyone that cares. So everything's really hazy for me right now. Before you come at me saying astrology is not real. Save it. Neither is Harry Potter or Star Wars, but y'all will go to war over those series. So if I'm into astrology and Mercury's in retrograde and I feel it, let me have that moment. I don't suggest that you combat that right now with me. Anyways, in this episode, I really want to get into some things that I don't like. Just totally random topics, subjects, things, just things that I actively, you know, when I come across them, I'm like, wow, I genuinely dislike those things. I want to say hate, but I feel like hate's a strong word. And when you say the word hate, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel it. Some of these things, I guess I can say I do hate, but some of them, most of them are just, just don't like, or I don't understand, or I just don't get the hype behind it, to be honest. Um, but we're going to talk about them and I'm just going to go on the rant for a little bit and talk about some things that, you know, grind my gears. I just, I, you know, I just don't like. So that's what this episode is about. And without further ado, let's just get into it. By the way, this is the season finale of season one. Hope for applause. Uh, thank you for bearing with me these, you know, 12 episodes and listen to my voice um, week after week. I'm not qualified to say week after week because week after week would, you know, mean that I actually release a podcast episode every week. But you get the point, right? You get the gist. I get it. I understand. Anyways, end of season one, I have spent like the last month crafting season two, um, which I start filming in a week. Uh, and there's a lot of things coming with season two, but here we are. Um, this is my list of things that I just, I want to talk about. All right. Number one, starting off this list, this makes me angry. I'm <laughs> not going to lie, but greens powdered greens okay all right let's have a conversation because why why is it that we as humans make life so much harder for ourselves and i'll i'll, I'll, I'll say this to say this i was just telling one of my friends that humans crave misery like humans crave misery like greens super greens powdered greens in general get up like let's have a conversation why, as a human race, do we insist on making things harder and more complicated for ourselves? This goes back to like I was talking to one of my friends about um, my observation and my like hypothesis on on the world, like my just my thought process on the world. Like humans crave misery. Like we, as a human race, we crave misery. It's almost like we. Like when you are sad and then you listen to, you know, sad music to make yourself sadder than you already are. Um, that type of, 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 of like we as humans, we crave misery because why would you not fucking eat a green bean? Why would you not just, you know, 
there's other ways to get your spinach besides, you know, dehydrating it, pulverizing it, and then rehydrating it with water or milk or whatever you do with those powdered greens to then consume it. Like, don't you think we could have skipped a couple of those steps there and just like, you know, ate the green bean, ate the spinach, ate the Brussels sprout, the broccoli. I get it. Now all of us like, you know, vegetables at our big ages. Um, and I get, you know, there may be some allergies or whatever. I'm not talking about anyone that might be alert. I'm talking about regular, regular, schmegular people who are perfectly capable of consuming their vegetables, you know, the natural way who instead choose to go to whatever pharmacy section or whatever health food store and buy these powdered greens of whatever flavor you may choose because it helps you get your, you know, your greens down, your nutrients. I'm talking to you. (laughs) Why? Why? And from what I hear about all these greens, none of them are good. None of them taste good, which how could you like imagine could you imagine like taking like green beans and like spinach and like broccoli and like all like just blended into a blender together and then like putting some vanilla extract in there and expecting it to taste good no it's not but when you make green beans you put a little bit of garlic on them you know some you know fixings or whatever and then you eat them i mean it tastes pretty good i mean i'm sure you can find some vegetable that you can you know regularly consume to the point to where you don't have to like consume these powdered greens where are we at as a world that we are blending together that we are dehydrating vegetables and then turning them into powder just to go back and rehydrate that powder to consume what is wrong with us what is wrong i cannot subscribe matter of fact i'm like talking to my cousin who literally has a bottle of it in her cabinet and she drank it like two times and it's been sitting there for probably months um, because it's nasty. No one can tell me that it tastes good. It's nasty. Why would you even put yourself through that? I don't get it. I don't get it. We need to find other ways to consume our vegetables and I'll stand on that forever. Number two on the list of things that I hate. <sighs> Anytime someone tells you or tells me to tell me about yourself. Why would you say that? Now you you know what you that's bullying. If you if if we you want to go there, let's go there. That's bullying. Why would you tell me to tell you about me? Because the minute that you just said that, I forgot who I am. I don't even know. You can do a better job telling me of who I am than I can telling you who I am at this point. I don't know who I am. I, I think I'm human. But no, I'm not going to tell you a couple fun facts about myself. There, There is none. I'm sorry. I'm boring. There's no fun facts. I'm not going to. No, no. Meet and greets are like the worst thing known to mankind on earth. Aside from super greens. I think, can we like find a way to never have to ask that or, you know, make that statement again? Tell me about yourself. Ask me a specific question. Like, Maybe that goes back to like my my hate for small talk. Like I'm not a small talker whatsoever. I will sit up and debate any topic with you, whether I know it or not, even if I'm just doing it to learn about it. But like small talk. No, (laughs) no, you missed me with that. Like, don't ask me how the weather is. Don't ask me. No, I'm not. That's why a lot of people think that I'm closed off in a lot of situations is because I only speak. I have a lot to say. I have a whole lot to say. And if you know, you know. But I'm only going to I have a lot to say about things that are that have substance behind it. I'm not going to just sit up and just run my mouth about the weather and 
you know, the cost of groceries. Like, we get it. Everything's fucking expensive. Anyways, moving forward. Twitch streaming. Let's talk about it for a second. Um, and this is no diss to anyone who's out there, you know, streaming. I have some friends that that stream on Twitch. And, um, I mean, I've, I've watched and I've supported because that's just who I am. But then I just wonder, like, <laughs> at what point in life did we sit down and say, all right, let's make an app. Let's make a whole platform where people can literally come on here and watch people play video games. Is that, is this who we are? Is this what we've become? And I get it. Like, it's a very lucrative market. Like, don't get me wrong. Like people are making money on Twitch and um, like, you can really turn it into a career and like really, you know, build your, build some hype off of it. Like I get it. I just don't consume it. And I don't think I'll ever be able to consume it. I'm sorry. I just won't. Like, I'm not going to sit like, do you not have a fear of missing out? <laughs> like, I have extreme FOMO from watching people play video games. Where I'm just sitting there looking at a screen like this is not a tutorial. Like, I can I can see if it's like a like you're watching it to, like, get information on how to beat a game or how to get past a level or how to achieve something or how to do something or try and learn some cool new tricks. But like literally sitting there for five hours watching this dude with a 12 pack of monsters chug them as he's, you know, screaming at a TV not my cup of tea i don't i don't know i don't get it i don't subscribe to, i just yeah i'll never get behind it this next one i, I I'm, I'm i'm gonna say this a lot i take this one personal because i take them all personal but this one the happy birthday song let's just get it out there the happy birthday song specifically when happy birthday is being sung to you to me absolutely hate that what do you do with that point in time while you're sitting there with a crowd of people around you all recording you from different angles that you know are not the best already and they're just singing you this song you're just sitting there like wow this is where we are in life right now and i get it you know you're being celebrated or whatever but who woke up one day i need to go like research that and like look up the history on the happy birthday song like who woke up one day and was like you know I'm really excited that I made another year. I have another year of life, you know, under my belt. Why don't we make a song about this to sing on this day for people, um, you know, to make them feel special update. It doesn't make you feel special. It makes you feel awkward as ever. I was just watching a video of, of, of someone. Um, it was their birthday and, and like the people, you know, the congregation was singing happy birthday and, she kind of like had her phone out as well. And she was recording them, recording her singing happy birthday to her. And I was like, okay, low key. I vibe with that. I'll take that as a mental note, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that I'd want to do that either. I just, I, I, I want it to be over as quickly as possible. And please, please someone get this message out there. Someone get it out there. That we are too old. Like once you cross a certain age, the how old are you part you gotta be skipped. Like we don't need that encore. I, I feel like once you hit double digits of life, um, you don't need to we don't need to say how old are you anymore. That part can be skipped. Like the numbers are on the cake. Everyone there should know. Like use your context clues right there. Ask me on the side, but not during. Not that not no. I've already sat through a 30 second rendition of a of a song that I didn't want to hear to begin with in several different keys. You don't need to continue. Like, let's wrap this up right now. Moving forward. When people tell you like that, you look tired. 
that silence right there. Yeah, that that's exactly what goes on in my mind. Anytime someone has ever told me I look tired. Thank you for that genius observation. Excuse me while I go buy some vitamin C, because why do you need to tell me that I look tired? Obviously, if I look tired because I actually am tired, I know. I, I, I personally know because I didn't get the proper amount of sleep. Like, I know that I'm tired. I feel it. I can feel my eyes. Like, I, I can feel the fatigue. Like, I, I personally know. And then why would you as a human being? Because, like, I know how I am when I'm tired. Like, I'm already not a morning person, a people person. Like, I'm really not that to begin with. So if I look tired, what would make you think that the most logical thing for you to do in my presence is to tell me I'm, I look tired? What possessed you to think that that's the smartest thing to do to anyone? Like, do you not get that's a form of bullying? I, f- I feel like that needs to be like, I don't know, like that needs to be taken just as serious as, you know, a hateful another any other hateful comment. You look tired. Ban it. Get rid of it. Don't say it. Like if you're a decent human being, don't tell people they look tired. I wouldn't even tell you to find another way. Just mind your business. Maybe buy him a cup of coffee, like drop some subtle hints. What happened to subtlety? Like, it's OK to, you know subtweet at some point we don't got to be upfront and direct about everything in life contrary to what people may tell you anyways number six naps like who okay maybe this is a jealousy thing for me um because i've never really been able to just like be an i'm not a napper like i've never like been a part of that community that just takes naps and on the rare occasion that i do you know fall into a temporary slumber midday When I wake up, I feel like absolute complete shit. Like I cannot continue my day if I do fall asleep for a nap. And that could be like a 30 minute power nap. That can be like an hour. I don't think I've ever really taken a nap that has lasted more than two hours. But when I wake up from a nap, like it's literally hell chaos. Like I feel more tired and groggy than I did before I even fell asleep. I might as well have just stayed up and like you know, moseyed my way through the rest of the day and went to bed at a decent hour, like, you know, normal humans. But how do y'all take naps? I don't get it. And that's not something that I hate. That's just something I don't subscribe to because I don't fit into that community. If that makes sense. Like we're going to bash it because I just, I'm not a part of it. I told you that this episode is not going to be positive. So I'm literally hating on people who can take naps and people are always like waking up, stretching after a nap. Like, Oh, I feel so great. That power that was needed. Now I can go be great. No, that's not me. And I don't like y'all that can just so you know, I don't even want to hear about it. Don't even tell me that you took a nap because I don't care. I was up probably like drinking my third Red Bull for the day to stay awake and then wondering why I can't sleep at night. Anyways, number seven, suggested serving size. Come on. Like, again, some things I don't understand about the human race. So you mean to tell me that the serving size for Oreos is two Oreos? For who? At what age? Like, y'all might as well just be realistic, more realistic when it comes to serving sizes, because you have to know good and well that who's sitting down for a late night snack and grabbing two Oreos and just being okay with that. Because I know that I I, I personally don't. I wouldn't do that. Like, I I haven't even ate like Oreos in 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 a grip. But when I do, trust me. I'm like going for the full row. Like it don't, especially if I'm watching a good show or like I'm like something is entertaining happen at the same time. You better believe that me, those Oreos and that glass of milk, 
Like there's going to be like there's going to be several rounds going right there. Who's eating two Oreos? Like suggested serving sizes. I feel like we're made to make you feel guilty for eating food. And I'll stand on that. Whoever made suggested serving sizes a thing and then made them so small, which I get it. I don't really know the research behind it or why, where we get suggested serving sizes from. And I'm not really interested in being educated or going to look that up. I just know it sucks. It sucks for me. It sucks for you too. Cause I can guarantee you we're not out here eating two Oreos. We're not eating one chocolate chip cookie out of the cookie pack. Sorry, it's not happening. So, I don't even know why they exist like that. Portion control. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, whatever. Find somebody else that. Find somebody that cares. How about that? Um, Number eight, super awkward. Don't like this. Trying to get the bartender's attention. Which, this is a very, like, mm, Standing at a bar trying to get a bartender's attention, but also not trying to be looked at as a douchebag or an asshole is really awkward because like you don't want to like put your hand up and wave because rude. You also don't want to yell across the bar because rude. You also don't have time to move around because typically like especially if you're going to like a, a nightclub or something, it's already packed at the bar. So it's not like you have like all the free space in the world to roam around and you know go to where the bartender is at so instead you just find whatever you know crevice you can like squeeze into to just stand there patiently waiting for the bartender to like notice you and 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 make eye contact with you so you can ask for whatever drink you want but i feel like we need to like come up with like a new system like maybe some type of light or something that you can like press like hey i need service or something i don't know i really don't know i just know that trying to get a bartender's attention has always made me feel uncomfortable and awkward because i'm standing next to i'm standing like i'm like sandwiched in between a bunch of people that i don't know trying to get a shot of tequila and like the more drunk you would think like the more intoxicated you are the less awkward it is but that's not the case because if there's any time that you feel a little bit sober is when you go up to that bar to get your next drink and you got to kind of like hold it together and get the bartender's attention. We definitely need to figure out another way as a human race to, you know, maybe dehydrate that powder it up and rehydrate it later in water to make it taste better because it, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it, it, it's super uncomfortable. Number nine, rude people who claim it as their brand. Now I get it. Some of us are just, you know, natural born assholes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And a lot, some people don't even notice. Some people just, some people are blunt. Some people like there's conditions that, you know, make you, you know, blunt. There's, there's different things that, um, craft your personality to be more on the harsh side. However, when you are just blatantly rude for your health, just because, and then you laugh it off like, that's who I am. I'm rude. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just an ass. That's not, no, that's not a personal brand that you should have. And you should probably go seek help about it because being rude, unprovoked to people is crazy. It's crazy. And I, I know I'm, ta- I know I'm like talking to a lot of the world out here right now, especially like post pandemic America. Like everyone's fucking rude these days, but to claim it as your brand and then brag about it is crazy to me. And you probably don't have very many friends in life and people probably don't respect you a whole lot because your whole, like you don't even have a moment. That's just who you are. You're not rude. It's not your personal brand. You're just mean. And you should probably, I don't know, do something about it. 
fizzy stuff that's no longer fizzy. Like nothing pisses me off more than like when you crack open like a, you know, a fresh beer or something. And it's like that fizz that you need, like just burns you. Um, And then you like have a quick conversation for like 30 seconds or so. And you come back and it tastes like water with like a little bit of like a like it tastes like a water. And like the TV static is like way across the room screaming at you. Um, But you can barely hear like the static from the TV, but you can still taste the flavor. And it's just uncomfortable, to be honest. Like I haven't drank soda in like almost 12 years if not more 12 years 10 years whatever the case may be i haven't drank soda in a very long time but i drink like sparkling water and beer and things like that um and nothing pisses me off more and like can kill the vibe than when you go back to your drink and it's like watered down like forget putting ice in anything with fizz to it like why have we not figured out a way if we can figure out a way to powder greens in 2023 why have we not figured out a way to like you know, fix the carbonation problem that, you know, makes it go away. And I, and I'm again, I'm not going to educate myself on any of this. And I'm sure I probably sound some type of way, but these are just things that just actively piss me off throughout the day. And I just wanted to talk about it, but fizzy things that are no longer fizzy. Someone needs to do something about it. So if you're out there and you're, you know, a scientist or whatever you need to step up to the plate to do this, please do it and get back to me on this because I'm tired of it. Quite frankly, really passionate about it. Um, Will Ferrell versus Adam Sandler is a debate that I don't understand because how could you ever pick Will Ferrell over Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, like, is a GOAT. He is the GOAT. And anyone who thinks otherwise, you're wrong. I'm not even going to argue with you because I, I don't argue when I know that I'm right and that you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you right now that you're wrong. Will Ferrell will never stand up to Adam Sandler. And don't get me wrong. Like I have a lot of respect for Will Ferrell. I haven't seen a lot of Will Ferrell movies. Um, pretty much uh, Elf traumatized me as a kid um, because my last name is Hobbs and like Walter Hobbs, the dad and like everybody in class. Is, oh, Jermaine, look, it's you. Like, you know, <laughs> um, so I, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of Will Ferrell uh, movies in my lifetime but the ones that i have um you know he he does a good job he does a decent job but he's no adam sandler like adams adam sandler has shown like versatility in his work um over the years and just like just a stand-up guy like he just all of like he's just a well-rounded actor and he produces so much more quality content and i don't just don't understand the comparison because adam sandler wins every time and if you think otherwise, you're just flat out wrong and you should probably do something about that. Um, the Apple alarm sound, whoever sat in the office at Apple and was like, let's make the most annoying sound to not only because we don't want to wake people up. That's not the goal of the Apple alarm sound. It's not to like, you know give you a grand rising to make your day better to, you know, awake you from your slumber. No, it's it's it's. It was made to induce panic in, you know, humans, induce shock. Um, It was made to, like, give you a headache as soon as you, you know, open your eyes first thing in the morning. I don't believe that that Apple alarm sound was made with any good intentions in mind. It was pure evilness. Like, it was pure evil when that sound was made. And I get that you can change it to other ones, but they also irk me because, like, you ever heard like that? Um, like the softer one, like the, the one that sounds like a, like a morning meadow or something that, yeah, that pisses me off too, because why are you so happy at five 30 in the morning? Cause I'm not. So we got to figure out another way, Apple to wake people up in the morning besides the sounds that you made, because they pretty much suck. 
Um, and I'm sure there's other ways I can go buy an alarm town that can turn music into my alarm or something, but I really don't have time for that. I don't want to do that. That's extra work that I didn't come prepared for. So if you could just like make your alarm sounds, wake me up and not send me into like a instant shock or give me like anxiety, that'd be great. Um, because I know I'm not the only one out there who thinks this and who's waiting on it. So, um, yeah. The next one, the next couple I'm probably going to get <laughs> uh, canceled for, but I'm okay with that. Um, but these are just things that I just can't get behind. And number one is the office. Uh, I, the office. Lots of respect, respect for, you know, um, Steve Carell, Tina Fey. Like, lots of respect. Lots of respect, but can't get behind it. I, 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 I can't. I don't understand... Um, why you guys stand so hard behind the office. Um, I have seen my fair share of episodes. Um, I thought I was just, you know, uh, go back. Did I say Tina Fey? Did not mean Tina Fey. That, that's going to get me canceled right there. And I'm not taking that out either. Um, but anyways, that shows you how much of the office I've actually, you know, watched, um, didn't like 30 rock either, which is where Tina Fey is actually from, but that's neither here nor there, but I want to actually laugh and I don't find anything, any of that humor humorous at all whatsoever. Never have, never will uh, in my perspective, but y'all really love it. And I love that for y'all. Like, I love how passionate y'all get behind that show. Like y'all keep doing your thing without my support. Um, the next one. Same, same thought process. Game of Thrones. How? Like, why? Like, what is it about Game of Thrones that really gets y'all all tight when someone tells y'all? And I think that the reason why I won't give Game of Thrones a chance for real is because when I tried to watch it and I tried to watch like the first episode and I just like, it was just dragging on too long for me. Like, I'm, I don't need, like, what, what, where are we getting to? But, I think that I won't get behind it simply because every time I've tried to express my dislike or just like my general, you know, thoughts on Game of Thrones and like why I can't watch it. No one ever wants to hear me out. Like they just get so passionate about why it's the greatest show ever made in the history of TV. And just for that, I won't give it a chance and I'm not going to watch it because why do you? What's your real reasoning behind it? I've watched a lot of like. Uh, shows of sorts that I feel like, you know, were good episode one. I only give TV shows. Like if you can't hook me in that first episode chance, there's only been one TV show that I can ever remember in my life that I was not hooked on the first episode and I continued to watch it. And that was supernatural. Supernatural took me like until like the, the third season of supernatural before I was like really into it. But like something there obviously was something about it that kept me intrigued, but with Game of Thrones, I just can't get behind it. And I don't think I ever will. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just not interested in it. Like, they got dragons and shit going around. And I'm just like, be fucking for real if you're going to be anything. Um, which brings me to my next topic, Disney movies. Um, I cannot explain the amount of times that people, like, side-eye me and tell me, like, you know, I was probably raised by wolves because I don't... I, I can count on one hand the amount of Disney movies that I've seen in my life, like, Disney animated movies that I've seen in my life, and it's not... Like, it's it's very few. Um, and I don't think that I was, you know, neglected as a child by not being shown these Disney movies because I had access to them. Like, I actively had access to these movies from TV to, like, you know, have them on DVD. But... 
I just never had interest in watching them. Like I never had, like I always watched, um, I've always been a TV show type of person. I've always been really big into TV shows and not into movies. So that may be part of it. And then now in my adult life, like I tried to sit down and watch, um, I think it was like, I think I tried to sit down and watch Aladdin and it just didn't make sense from the beginning. Like I, I think what a lot of you, and I'm just going to like, I'm going to summarize all of you Disney movie animated movie lovers. I'm going to like, you know, categorize you guys all together. And what I think it is, is you guys go so hard for them in your adult life because they had so much meaning to you as a kid and you watched them as a kid and you watched them repeatedly and over and over again. So you get some type of nostalgia from watching a Disney movie. I don't get any of that because I didn't watch it as a kid. So it's no nostalgia. Like I'm watching these movies for the first time and I'm like, this is unrealistic. Why is this fish talking to me for real, for real? I mean, I've seen Finding Nemo, but like there's other movies with fish as well. Like why, like why, like this doesn't make sense. And like, I need something realistic. Y'all were watching Disney movies growing up and I was watching Law and Order SVU. There will be no further explanation. Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I were to ever try to get into Harry Potter, I would have to read the books before I watch the movies because I'm that type of guy. However, those books are longer than life itself. And at this age, I just don't have the time. I did. I had the time back when I was in school and I actively avoided the books. Uh, but in my adult life, um, I've never seen a Harry Potter movie ever. Like not a single one. I may have seen like a couple glimpses of it as I was like, you know, flipping through, you know, TV channels as a kid or like clips I've seen on the Internet and, you know, things. And, you know, people always tell me, oh, Jermaine, you're you're a part of this house or you would be. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've, I just can't get behind Harry Potter. I, re- I'm, you know, applause to you if you do. It's just not for me. I just can't get behind it. And again, it might be one of those things that I missed the mark on when I was a kid. So now I'm just like in my adult life, I'm like, be for real. Um, the only wizards that I like, you know, care about or ever cared about in life is like wizards of Waverly place. And outside of that, you kind of lost me there. Um, so yeah, I don't catch me. You won't catch me watching or caring about anything. Harry Potter related. Um, and then my last and final thing about in that like list of kind of like TV shows, movies, Star Wars. Now, um, I remember when I had like a Nintendo 64 growing up, uh, I'm pretty sure I played a Star Wars game. Um, it was like like a I think it was like a driving game or something like that, a racing game or something like that with Star Wars. But never seen the movies, never anticipate watching a movie never i don't plan on getting involved or getting into star wars ever um it's just one of those things where like i know a lot of people are and they have like you know fans from you know infants to um nursing home but it just is not me i don't understand how y'all can sit up and watch it and um, you know, be so involved in it and I'm slightly judgmental when it comes to it, but that's okay because typically I keep those thoughts to myself and we're in a safe space right now. So that's why I'm voicing it to you. So I would appreciate if you didn't get mad that I don't like star Wars, but I'm here to tell you that it just, it's never been my cup of tea and I probably will never get into it. Number 18 Birkenstocks. Why are we out here in these prehistoric sandals and calling it like, 
and don't get me wrong, I have said this a lot about a lot of different trends in like the fashion world and like things like that. And like, oh, I'll never do that. And then here I am. I eat Crocs. Like I always said when Crocs came back out, like, oh, now nah, you won't catch me in a pair of Crocs. Now I hate that. I hate when I can't wear Crocs somewhere. I hate where it's not socially acceptable or um, safe to wear Crocs somewhere because I don't like shoes and Crocs are my cheat code to that because, you know, they're comfortable and they slide on and off and, you know, you can do a lot of different things in them. Um, But Birkenstocks, you got to be for real. Y'all have got to stop wearing them. I don't with socks, without socks, just please don't come around with wearing Birkenstocks. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. They don't look comfortable. They look flat. They look like you're walking. You might as well just walk on the ground. You might as well just like go get a piece of like foam and cut it into the shape of your foot, put some straps on it and just walk on that. I feel like that would be more comfortable than wearing Birkenstocks. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't subscribe to it. I just don't understand why they even exist um, in this world. Flat earthers wake up, be for real. Like how is the earth flat? Like for real, because like if you can leave, if you can fly out of California and, you know, fly all the way, like one way, like you fly in one direction and suddenly end up on the East Coast of America. You want to tell me how that happens? You want to tell me how that happened? Please explain to me. Please. Like, I just don't like I've heard the theories. I've heard the conspiracy theories. I used to read up on it as a kid. I'm just here to tell y'all in a very short and simple and to the point answer and way you're wrong and you need to stop. The earth is not flat. It's definitely round. And I will stand on that. And no, I don't have any scientific evidence to prove it. And I didn't say I did. I'm just telling you that you're wrong. Um, Things that need nine voter D batteries be for real, especially when it doesn't come with it. Who just has a nine voter D battery laying around the house? If you do, Chances are you need to change your smoke detector battery because that's why you bought it. But you're too lazy to get up on a step stool and change it. But who just has nine voter D batteries lying around the house? I don't never have probably never will. Like I can get a couple of AAA and double A batteries. And if I, you know, get down to the crunch, I'll take them out of a remote or something. But who just has nine voter D batteries laying around? Like, where do we get this from? Like, I get it. You need a certain level of power to, you know. Um, operate certain you know things get it but y'all couldn't figure out another way to have like some type of universal battery or something that we could like you know use and not have to like buy all these different batteries because have you seen the price of batteries these days like i don't know like it's just batteries are expensive to begin with and now you want to buy all these different batteries and i'm just not down with that like i don't like it i don't support it and i don't think it's a good idea and i think that we should figure it out so if you're out there and you can do something about you know, batteries and all these different style batteries that we need to, you know, operate day to day. I would suggest that you start that process because I'm tired of it. Vintage snobs. I want you to know right now, we don't care. Um, again, I don't, if I tell you that, Oh, I like, like, no, Oh, this is vintage Chanel or this is vintage. No, I, I don't. I, I really, we really, we don't care. And I hope you know, I hope you know that, we're judging you when you say stuff like because we don't care. If I tell you I like I like your book bag or I like your shoes or I like your belt or I like your jacket or something. Um, if I asked you, you know, oh, um, I haven't seen that or oh, I have, like, yeah, but for you to lead every conversation with, oh, this is vintage. OK, you win. You win. We're all jealous. We're, 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 we're envious of you. Um, the next thing that I really don't like tripping at the most 
inconvenient time. I'll never forget. I was like, I was, I was standing in front of a Longhorn Steakhouse, uh, and um, there was a a whole group of people outside, and they were just standing there minding their business. I was waiting for someone to arrive, and this was this was this was like I was like a, a like fresh adult when this happened, but it was so traumatizing. I still remember it, and I like went to walk back to my car or something. I grabbed something and I literally tripped and fell in front of all these people. Um, and they didn't laugh or anything, but they all kind of like looked at me like, are you okay? Um, and it was like, not like, a, are you okay? Like that kind of, are you okay? It's like, are you on some type of drug or something? Cause like at your, like you're like six, two and like, what are you doing on the ground, sir? Like, why is your balance so off that you are down there on the ground having to, you know, pull yourself back up? You ever been trying to like make an exit out of a room or walk past someone or like look like you got your shit together and all of a sudden you just trip on nothing, just like air? And I'm a very clumsy person, so it happens to me more than it probably should. But um, if I could figure out a way to not trip uh, and like pay, like always, but pay attention enough to like know where my feet are, um, that would be great. If anyone has any tips or tricks, you know, to not have those awkward experiences, I would like to know because um, I am not a survivor of that. I am a victim. So, y'all, I guess it's free people. I don't understand exactly, you know, what type of diagnosis you need, um, but I really suggest that you figure it out because on what and I've worked retail, um, I worked retail for six years. Um, and I can not count on one hand or two hands. I can probably like almost remember though, every time a customer said, Oh, I guess it's free then at whatever minor inconvenience was happening that I was actively fixing or trying to figure it out. And maybe it was silent at the time and you wanted to break the silence or you just wanted to clear the air or maybe you just wanted to make, you know, a fun, lighthearted joke. But why did that joke or whatever you, you know, were intent? Why did I guess it's free come out your mouth? Because it's not. It's not. And you know, it's not free. You know, you're still going to pay for this. You know, you're still paying for this. And even if it's even when I worked in a restaurant, though, people would say like, oh, I guess it's free. No, it's not. No, it's not. And if you thought that your comedic timing was going to get you something for free, even if I was considering, you know, promoing it or giving it to you for free or, you know, taking something off of it, you just lost your chance of that by saying, I guess it's free because now I'm going to double charge you. Now I just, now I'm not going to even fix it. Now I'm ready to like walk away and like, I would rather hear nails drag down a chalkboard in HD than a customer or anyone ever say to me again, I guess it's free. Knocking on the door really irritates me because why, why? And it's 2023. We all have like phones or some type of some form of communication. Why are you knocking? Why are you knocking on my door? I don't answer. Um, so, you know, sorry to yourself if you've ever like knocked on my door or something and didn't get an answer. Um, because I just want you to know very transparently. I want you to know how this goes. So imagine you go into my door, right? And you knock. Okay. So what I do is, first of all, I like, hmm, I do one of those. And then I pick up my phone. I look at my phone. And I like, you know, check to see if I have any uh, missed calls, text messages, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, anything, Twitter, DMs, whatever. See if I have any notifications from someone that says, Hey, I'm about to stop by your house or, Hey, you know, I'm, can I, you know, can I come over or something? Or, Hey, you know, 
whatever. But if I don't see that nine times, 10 times out of 10, I roll back over and continue doing whatever I'm doing. I have literally like my window. I remember the one day and it was a family member of mine, but it's very, it's across the board. Like I'm very clear cut across the board. No one gets special privileges when it comes to knocking on my door. But I remember like my cousin was like knocking on my door and my blinds were open and I literally just watched them knock. And I didn't open the door because why are you here unannounced, unprovoked? What do you want? I don't have any sugar. So find somebody else to do it. But why, why are we knocking on doors in 2023? Like Amazon, UPS, FedEx, like my delivery packages don't even knock on my door. Um, They just send me a notification that they're there. Again, use the resources that were given to us to get the right results. I can't help it that you don't. But what I will tell you is I won't subscribe and I won't answer. Um, Anyways, the people you may know section on social media, I don't care. I really don't. I I can count on one hand and still have, you know, probably five fingers left the amount of times I've added someone from the people you may know section um, on social media. I don't know why it exists. I don't want to find new friends. I don't want new friends. Who is actively searching for new friends right now at this stage in life? Um, We're in 2023. Like, we're all, like, trying to figure out, like, how we're missing two years of our life. Um, no one's out here making new friends. I don't want to see the people you may know section. And I really wish they would get rid of it. Um, March, the month of March has never been good to me has never done anything great for me. Um, I really don't like the month of March. And I think just think that we should skip it. I lost both my parents in March, lost one of my grandparents in March. Um, there's always been like some shitty shit that happens in March. And I really think that that whole month as a whole can really go somewhere far, far away. Um, and I'm going to start a petition to rename March or make a, a new month to cancel out March. Kind of like they did with the astrology sign that they came out and said that, oh, this, this sign exists and nobody really cared. And everybody continued like to, you know, go like, I kind of want to do that with March. I kind of want to like get rid of it and bring a new month in um, with a new name and you know start over because that's never too late right people who don't consider 1996 millennials i am not a gen z i don't care what you say or what what you know article you pull up to you know prove your point i won't believe it i won't subscribe it, and i think that you're delusional it's not me it's you people 1996 is the cutoff for millennials and then you know the next generation starts after that y'all are crazy and you can't prove me wrong. And it's not just because I don't want to be, you know, subscribed to the Tide Pod committee. Um, it's simply because I know that I'm right. And anyone who thinks that I'm wrong is delusional. And when you send OMW and it changes it to o on my way with the exclamation point, I'm talking to Apple users only um, because Androids, I'm sure you probably, your app probably crashed when you tried to send OMW. So you're still trying actively right now, but on iPhone, when you text OMW and it changes it to on my way with an exclamation point, like Apple, let's talk for a second. Like, come on, come into the room, enter the chat. What were you thinking when you, when you made that like automatically, you know, that setting, automatically on every iPhone to change OMW to on my way. You don't think that um, if I'm sending an acronym that the person I'm sending it to doesn't act actually know what that acronym means or 
that if they don't, that I would explain it on my own terms and conditions and that I wouldn't yell. Cause typically I, I just say, you know, Hey, I'm on my way. I don't say I'm on my way. Um, <clears throat> that was, yeah, I don't, yeah, no one talks like that. We don't talk like that. It's just like, Hey, I'm on my way. I don't yell. So why are you yelling for me? I appreciate you standing up for me, but I don't need to yell at someone and tell them I'm on my way because I just, I might just turn around at that point and I know you can fix it, but why should we have to, it shouldn't be there to begin with. And why has no one petitioned to get that changed? Like it's been years and we're still in the same predicament. Where is the change that we need to see in the world? Maybe I need to be that change. I'm, I've realized that this whole list is just going to turn into a bunch of petitions to make some change. So maybe that's just what I'm going to do. Um, having to print some okay it's 2023 right why is it why why do we still need you know printers for paper like paper printers like i you know i get the like you know crickets t-shirts i get that but like paper printers like why do i still need to print paperwork in at this in this big old year 2023 why do we still print things and it's always the most awkward like inconvenient time too it's never when i'm like you know, sitting at a computer with the printer next to it. It's always like, it's always like at the most inconvenient time when I have to go find, you know, I have to actively go and find a printer or go somewhere with the printer or whatever. Why is every document not digital yet? Like get with the times we can dehydrate, pulverize and box up vegetables and sell them to the public to rehydrate. But we can't figure out a way to make every document digital to the point to where we never need printers to print documents. Where are we at as, as, as a nation, as, as a world, like where's the real change? Um, and the last thing, and I'll stand on this to the end talking before 9am. Why, what is it that you would have to say to me that would have any importance before 9am? Okay, nothing, right? So don't get mad at me and call me, you know, an asshole or whatever, because when you, you know, ask me a dumbass question at 7.30 a.m. or you you smile at me or whatever, and I just don't reciprocate that same energy. Um, no one in their right mind should be talking before 9 a.m. There's nothing to talk about. There's no happiness. There's nothing to be happy about before 9 a.m. I can be grateful, you know, that I woke open my eyes that I woke up that morning, but there's nothing to be happy about. There's no there's why are you smiling in my face at 730? Why are you saying good morning as at, at, at 8 a.m.? It's not yet. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing with my life at 8 a.m. I don't even know why I'm even here in your presence. I don't even know why you're around me at 8 a.m. Catch me at nine when I wake up. Catch me at nine when my body is like, okay. I think that goes back. Like I was born at 818 in the morning. And I think like I've just been like disturbed since I was born. Um, Cause like they pulled me out of the womb at, at 818. So I've never like been a morning person to begin with. And then when people talk to me in the morning, it makes it all the more worse. Like it's miserable. It's like agony. Like if I can find a way to like not function or not have to be around people till 9am every day, daily, I would do that. Like I would make it like some type of rule, like no speaking before 9 a.m. Like quiet time. Bring back quiet. Adults need quiet time. Like in school, like we need quiet time. And those hours need to be between like the hours of like, you know, 2 a.m. and 9 a.m. Just quiet hours, just silence. Like 
y'all talk too much. Like, let's just be quiet for a second. It's okay. It's okay to be quiet. Normalize it. Put it on the shirt. Make it a slogan. Anyways, that ends and that concludes my rant of just things that really like grind my gears, like things that I just don't subscribe to, things that I don't like, things that I just wish would change. Um, A lot of them probably don't make sense to you and that's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Um, They make sense to me and that's what matters right now. Um, I wish you guys all a safe um, retrograde and I hope you guys are all laying low and manifesting. Um, So when we come out of this, we can come out of this feeling just productive and full of energy. Um, and thanks for joining me for this episode of the podcast and welcome to the end of season one. Um, I will be back very soon, um, with the season two premiere and I have so many things planned for that. Um, and just thank you to all of the support in season one. Thank you for all of my guests, um, who have appeared on this first season of my podcast while I was still figuring everything out. Um, thank you for all the, the feedback and the continued listens and streams and just the text messages, the phone calls and just all the feedback that I get is really appreciated. Um, and it means the world to me that you guys are all, you know, still here and joining me for these podcast episodes. Um, so with that being said, that concludes season one of this, not that deep. And I will talk to you guys in the next one.